Welcome to Where the Lotus Grows, Getting Dirty and Growing Strong with Kimberly Searle and Tanya Drew. As integrative sustainable movement educators and health advocates, our goal is to provide you with evidence-based information gathered from research, experts in the field, and our personal and professional experience to help you advocate for your own health and wellness. Our mission is to collaboratively navigate the thick, muddy waters of life to empower, accept, and cultivate our most authentic selves. Hi, Courageous Sharians. Welcome back. We have conversations about getting dirty and growing strong through exploring the Panchamile healing model. And you can support us on leaving a review on iTunes. You can head over to Where the Lotus Grows and subscribe to our mailing list and get a monthly email full of month's inspiration to keep you on track or become a supporting member on patreon.com backslash Where the Lotus Grows. We've chosen not to have advertisers. The only way that keeps the show growing and going is through our generous Patreon supporters. And we hope that our podcast uplifts you in your world. And if you've been benefiting from our show, please consider heading over to Patreon and becoming a supporting member. Tanya and I also see clients privately. So if you go to the website, wherethelotusgrows.com, there's more information that leads to our private practice websites as well. So don't forget for further resources on each podcast, you can find those resources under show notes at wherethelotusgrows.com. All right, Courageitarians, today we're going to talk about finding inspiration and the importance of mentors in your life. And I want to preface this with, um, this is mentors kind of past and present. I also, as we talk about this and, you know, just kind of get into people who helped us and shaped us, um, It doesn't have to be somebody that you even know. You could draw inspiration or feel like you've been mentored by a book you've read or by a quote you've read or by someone who's influenced somebody else. And you just kind of found found your way through their works. So we've all been shaped by the people before us. Generations and individuals um, have paved the way for us to become who we are and helped us to define ourselves Hopefully, in turn, it, it really allows us to do the same for others. I think as, I've, um, as I'm coming out of my 30s and kind of moving on through stuff, I, I see that as just part of my development, like not only reflecting back on the people who have helped me, but seeing ways that I can be a mentor to others. Inspirational figures and, and talks about why it's important to routinely reflect and give credit, uh, give credit to, to people who have helped us because I think and people who have helped us become who we are. I think it's really important that you take that time occasionally to kind of step back and, and give credit to those people. So what's mentorship to you, Kim? Mentorship is the guidance provided by a mentor, especially an experienced person in a company or educational institution. So I loved that when we were in grad school, um, because your your professors act as kind of built-in mentors for the period of time that you're in school. And I think it's important to remember, too, that it doesn't matter the age of the mentor. It's about experience right. and knowledge. So mm-hmm. it's the person with more experience and knowledge mentors the poor person with less experience or knowledge. And I had a mentor when I was in the business world. 
uh, let's see, I would have been in my late twenties. She and my mentor was in her fifties and we were in two, you know, completely different, um, businesses. She was from the steel industry and I was more in the shopping center, uh, industry, but, um, she gave me a lot of good feedback on what it was like to be a female, uh, in a mostly male environment how to be a strong female, how to be taken care, taken seriously. You know, what are some self-care things that I was doing for myself? Where were my boundaries? Um, how to keep myself in a safe position um, in the corporate environment for after our business meetings and things. And I really admired that. I mean, it helped me quite a bit. I think in changing my career, uh, as I moved into the movement world, Finding a mentor there has been a little bit more difficult. Um, we see Judith Lassiter, um, although she probably has some close people that she mentors, um, you know, has this thing called the office call. And that's kind of like a mentorship where she takes questions and um, passes on wisdom that way, um, as well as passing down her legacy to her daughter. Um, Michael Miller, who was a, a mentor to me in the Pilates world after I got my certification, he kind of taught me how to, how do I honor the Pilates system, but still be able to make it my own and, and be able to advance beyond when he created it in the 1800s. Um, but he also, you know, when I first asked for them, him to be a mentor to me, he said, why, what are you really looking for? What do you need? Um, and so I, you know, I trained with him a little bit, um, but these are just stories, right. Of, of how people have touched my life. And I think that's why it's, since it's been a little harder to have a broader long-term mentor and movement, it, you know, like I get little snip-nips of people, you know, maybe four mm -hmm. hours here, you know, a week's time here of mentorship. Uh, I think that's why I've kind of started to hire um, life coaches or business coaches um, but even that right now, uh, for me, it's starting to be priced out of their service is starting to be priced at such a level that based on my income level, I am not able to indulge with that as much as I feel I need uh, at the time. Right. And, you know, and I feel like and particularly as you were speaking, particularly in the movement field, but um Seeking out people, I, I do feel a little bit more where um, that's where we find mentorship within our peer group. And it's a little bit more of um, working with people and seeking out people who know, even if their level of knowledge isn't like they're not the guru, <laughs> the all knowing, um, but much more like anyone who has a slightly more information than you is a person that's worth going to, to, to learn and um, get information from. And sometimes that means kind of having to seek that out more than it just falling into your lap because you're in the right place at the right time or you, you um, paid for it. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a little bit more like you have to kind of think outside of the box and go to different um, seminars or conferences, or for example, like when we when we go to 
when we were at school or when we went to, when we go to conferences like Sitar, then being able to step forward and um, meet someone and kind of have a conversation, introduce yourself to people that you're interested in so that you can kind of share share that knowledge. So something, for example, like you and I were both very moved um, last year by Dr. Gail Parker's work. And then you were able to just take one of her online seminars. I mean, in that way, it was, uh, or classes. Um, in that way, you were seeking mentorship specifically, you know, in the field of diversity and, and race relations and that kind of thing. And you were able to do that without, you know, drastic monetary <laughs> considerations. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you have to kind of think a little bit outside of the box sometimes when you're looking for it. I think I, too, sometimes mentorship doesn't always come in the form that we think it's going to come in. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I also see a lot of the uh, yoga therapists that studied directly with like Mr. Iyengar or Krishnacharya, mm -hmm. they're now getting older. And right. so where is, where it, could we have a mentorship program within yoga therapy that would start to trickle down some of that wisdom? So when I was at Sitarvis last time and I was hearing Amy Willier, Richard Miller, you know, so on and so forth, and it was because they had a big anniversary, right, that they had brought in um, all of these great keynote speakers, but I left wondering, how do we get some of that? How do we bottle some of that? Because I don't feel like <laughs> we have enough of that yet uh, filtered out. You uh, know, but those people, and this is where it's interesting, and, and where we kind of, you kind of just have to, to follow it and see where it leads you. Because I'm sure that those people, as their teachers and mentors were getting older, felt the same way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. they were probably like, how do we bottle this and share this <laughs> with, and, and here they are, they're the ones that are doing it. And so I think there's that faith and trust that we have to learn all we can from these people so that we can in turn, turn around and, and pass it down. Like that's, yeah. that's kind well, of the thing. You're like, how do I bottle it? Oh, wait, you're the one that's supposed to do that. <laughs> I, well, I kind of like too how Lizzie uh, and Mary Richards are working to bottle kind of the wisdom of Judith even, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, so technology can help us bottle some of that to be able to go through. Um, it you know, is so I'm, much more available now to, yeah. to share with others if you think about it. I've even thought, and this sounds funny, but I've considered an agent like Yama Talent um, that works with yoga teachers and yoga therapists um, for guidance. And so that's even another direction in which we could find some wisdom um, to help us package. Because, you know, let's face it, because you're a movement educator, a movement teacher, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know how to do the the marketing side, right? To, sure. to package things. and Well, I think that's the double-edged sword um, that comes with all of the technology and the ease of access to everyone. And I, I think there's a number of points when you, when you bring that up, Kim, because there's, um, there's the idea of, you know, marketing and packaging. There's also the idea of, of being able to share so much. Um, but it also allows to the, the platforms that we have allowed to share a lot of misinformation as well. So, so I feel like on the, all of this communication that we have, 
Um, it's, it's kind of a 360. It's kind of a little bit of everything. It's absolutely wonderful that we can all connect with everyone. Um, but it, it also puts pressure on people to feel like they have to be a marketer of their information. Um, it's a platform for misinformation or incorrect or injurious when you're specifically when you're talking about bodywork information. Um, so I think it's interesting because on the one hand, it's kind of wild west. It's free reign. You can go out there and if you can market yourself, you can put yourself out there and find a way. Yeah, look at us doing this podcast. You know, hopefully we're sharing information with people um, who can take something away from it. And, and take that and pursue what they want to pursue with the information or take a deeper dive or learn more based on something that we share. Um, but all of that comes from others sharing information with us. So there's different platforms you can, um, almost free, not quite free, put information out there kind of in any direction. Um, so I, I like the idea of being able to package it. I also like the idea of the Lone Rangers that are out there kind of doing it DIY style. Um, and I also see a lot of just in general when you're, when you're looking at everything and even, even us, we try really hard not to speak out of school or to give references so that people can dive deeper, but people misspeak and people give poor information and, that happens as well. <laughs> so do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like um, mentorship is just in a, a really different format today than I think it once was. The ability yeah. to be one and the ability to find one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the knowledge and advice and resources a mentor shares depends not on the format, and goals of a specific mentoring relationship, but um, a mentor may share with a mentee information about his or her own career path, mm -hmm. as well as provide guidance, motivation, emotional support, role modeling, so on and so forth. And you can have long-term relationships focused on supporting the growth and development of the mentee, or the mentor becomes a source of wisdom, teaches and supports, but not someone who observes and advises on specific actions or behavioral changes in daily work. And that's the type of mentor that I enjoy doing. However, I know, you know, I'm building this legacy in my studio. I know that I'm going to have to learn to do the latter if mm -hmm. I want to be able to pass that on to someone else. And for example, for me, kind of in general, the day-to-day -day stuff, I like the mentor that can give me like little, you know, seeds of wisdom and support here and there. But for example, if I'm presenting or, um, you know, in the midst of a workshop, I like that of uh, the latter, the long-term relationship of someone that can, you know, pull me aside on a break and say, hey, do you notice you're doing this? Or do you notice you've lost the group here? Because that real time, you know, information helps me change my behaviors and become a better presenter too. So I think there's, um, you know, growth on both ends and absolutely. value for both of those. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know what the difference is there when you think about it is that a lot of time, those little anecdotal seeds of wisdom are passed down to you at no cost 
Do you know what I mean? You, that you respect that person and that person respects you and that information is shared. Um, oftentimes, you know, in conversation or in learning or if the cost is there, it's included in something larger scale than that. Whereas the person who's going to pull you aside and say, uh, do this, do that, very specific, watch you and, and be with you every step of the way, or the person who's going to edit your speaking or the person who's going to, you know, that type of coaching, um, that's much more the kind that you would expect to pay for. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. much more the, um, because that person's time is, uh, they're invested just as much in you. Whereas I think the anecdotally, or if you're taking a class and someone's teaching and you pick up those seeds of wisdom or someone gives you some advice um, for free, I'm using air quotes because it's not always for free, but you, you kind of get the idea of what I'm saying. Um, that kind of wisdom, the person who, like you said, when you were in the business corporate world who kind of guided you through things, that was much more as a, you know, a wanting to help a fellow woman kind of situation much more than a, um, it is my job to coach you or to create a better version of you for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I I think that's the benefits of mentoring. It's really something that can benefit anyone. And as well as as well as helping the mentee develop um, and advance through their careers, the mentor can gain extra skills and understanding from the partnership as well. So Mm -hmm. for me, when I get to help someone younger not make the same mistakes that I did by passing on some wisdom that I've learned, at the same time, I get a fresh new perspective and thought patterns from someone younger that isn't jaded by life as much as I have become. Mm-hmm. And so I think it builds that win-win. Yeah, most definitely. And when, when I thought about this topic and when I thought about just mentors in general that I've had, I've certainly had people, you know, there to help me specifically. And I've certainly had people coach me specifically for certain things. But that real, there have been many cases, I guess, in my life where I didn't realize that someone was a mentor to me until maybe they weren't even a regular part of my life anymore. <laughs> you know, that, that, wow, that person really encouraged me to do something or to see something differently or challenged me in a way that it didn't hit me until later. That, wow, this person really pushed me to be my best self and I, I didn't even realize it. So, for example, um, I was a young mom in... Um, the early Head Start program with my son um, because he'd had some things that um, going on, uh, he had a uh, congenital anomaly that re- made it so that I was available, all of these programs were available to me that I didn't even know existed. Once I got into these programs, got my son into these programs, I became an active member of the program to the point uh, upon encouragement from one of the uh, heads up in the program, the, the director of the program, kind of pushed me 
towards volunteering more and doing more and being more until I realized, until I was chair of, <laughs> of the parent policy of my division of Head Start. And then the next thing I know, I look around and I'm in this leadership position and um, kind of running meetings and, and doing some things that and going to conferences for things that I was really passionate about, but had no idea at first. And she's the one that kind of saw that potential in me and guided me in a really gentle way that I didn't even realize until the first year of early Head Start was over. I kind of looked back and was like, oh, how did, how did that happen? <laughs> how did I even get there? And that skill set, even though I'm still a, a huge proponent and advocate for and still provide um, in-kind donation of yoga therapy to staff and to children, um, <laughs> to uh, my local early Head Start program, that program in particular. Um, just the fact that that experience then pushed me into leadership positions in a whole bunch of other different avenues that I wouldn't have sought or thought that I was capable of doing if it hadn't been for that position and for her kind of pushing me in that way. I really appreciated that and had no idea like while it was happening that she was mentoring me. It wasn't until after and my son was done with that program that I looked back and was like, wow, if it hadn't been for her, um, you know, and going to a, a Head Start conference, a national Head Start conference and going to DC and like doing all of these things, if it hadn't have been for that opportunity, I don't know that I would have felt comfortable to find leadership in other places or to do things like go away to grad school and IAYT <laughs> and all of the conferences and doing those things and speaking out and eventually even using this kind of platform. Um, I don't know if I would have seen that for myself if it hadn't been for other guidance by other strong women. Yeah, I think that that's an awesome story and it, it kind of made me think about um, when I was prepping for this episode, you know, our podcast is kind of a mentorship from afar. We, I hope so. I think it's our goal to be, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to be available to others who are interested in the same, same kind of things and to help others with their their self-care and their awareness, body awareness, strength awareness, personal development. Well, this has been a fun episode. <laughs> Sorry, that ended a little abruptly. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's really fun to think about um, just mentorship in general and, and what that means and how to be one, how to seek them out, um, and how to appreciate, like, just in hindsight, you can look back and see people who were mentors to you that you didn't even realize were there. Yeah, and I want to say to our Courageitarians as well, if there's a way that um, Tanya and I could better support you and your yoga therapy journey, you know, please, we, we enjoy hearing things like that. It helps us grow as well. So please reach out all things where the Lotus grows on the interwebs and you can find us of course at where the Lotus We'll catch you next time. Courage
Thank you for listening to Where the Lotus Grows. Join us in further conversations. We believe that you bring valuable knowledge to this community. You can find us at wherethelotusgrows.com, Where the Lotus Grows on Instagram and Facebook, or Twitter, Where the Lotus G1, because we were not on top of that one. Remember that though we are professionals in our field, the topics discussed and or advice given is general information and not intended to treat or diagnose. Please seek the guidance of a medical, integrative health, bodywork, or yoga therapy professional for a full evaluation. If you like what you hear, please take the time to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.